0: WPHT, WPHTHD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the
1: free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. here, here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
0: And away Live on this Friday, September 22nd. It is indeed Kale and Company right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Always live on the free Odyssey app and, of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube as we head until 10 o'clock this morning. 855 839 1210 is how you climb in. Twitter and Instagram. The radio station at 1210 WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K A Y. A. L. Don Stensland with the news Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board Anthony Dorenzo, our associate producer We made it, it's Friday The fall is here The weather's cooling off Good morning everybody Don, how are you?
2: Good morning Oh no, she faded away Good morning, happy Friday, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you now <laughs> As Joe Biden once famously said on. Hello, hello, hello hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Gregory Yeah, uh, yeah, buddy much to the dismay of the Delaware Valley, everybody that's watching right now on YouTube, shocked, stunned, and some are appalled. Uh oh. That, that Greg that Greg Stalker has shaved the beard. It's folks. gone!
1: It's gone. It is gone. It's gone.
0: It was like a month. Yeah. It was pre labor day. I'll bring it back. <laughs> Everything's cyclical, folks. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. just, it just got too long and Yeah. Yeah. Started to itch a little bit. Yeah, I just yeah. wasn't
1: feeling it. Yeah. So.
0: Alright, we got a lot of good stuff to get to this morning. Father Time has surrounded Joe Biden, and we've got the evidence to prove it. On full display yesterday, that'll be the theme of the big take. And also, Joe repeats a story verbatim minutes apart. Oh boy. Which will only further prove the point of the big take. Yeah, this is not this is not good. No. John Cusack. Absolutely roasts the Democrats. And he's been known to roast Trump in the past. So he rips everybody. Hollywood going off. We'll get to that. An update on our big take from earlier in the week with the two kids, the two punks that killed that retired police officer in Las Vegas. Apparently the moms of the defendants um, are at odds over their children. So We'll get to that. And, of course, we've got the cut sheet. And remember when John Kennedy roasted that one author for the gender queer book and we read you that excerpt it was very explicit and that author had nothing really to say well we have an update on that story as well so we'll get to all of that as we continue but before we do all of that let's get the news round number 1 605 Friday morning the great Don Stensland
2: and good morning this Friday September 22nd we're in still in the 50s right now full forecast and we'll tell you when the rain or should I say monsoon, begins. So we've had early this morning a police incident. This is Delco in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, as we know that there was a suspect who fired upon police officers and that ultimately led to a search for that suspect. So a heavy police presence, especially in the area of Terrence Avenue, right near Northland Boulevard, Upper Darby police say they located that suspect and took that individual into custody. We don't have um, many more details than that, except that this was an officer being shot at. And I'm not hearing any reports of the officer injured. So thank God the officer is okay. But uh, we know a heavy police presence we're hearing from a lot of residents. And as well, there were warnings for, for residents, in fact, from police to avoid that area. So we're uh, watching that and looking for some details as to exactly what happened and make sure all the officers involved were okay. We also have another SEPTA vehicle involved in a deadly accident. Now, in this case, the police say that this is a situation in Philadelphia where a car crashed into a SEPTA trolley last night, 8.30 in the evening, the city's Overbrook neighborhood, 59th Street and Lansdowne Avenue. So this gray Dodge Charger just rams right into the Route 10 trolley and bursts into fire. By the way, the vehicle, the gray Dodge Charger, the 20-year-old driver, dead, according to police, was traveling at a high rate of speed, and they're calling it a T-bone-style collision as that happened this those trolleys are you you know we know that they've been refurbished and they're old so they're very heavy Mm -hmm. and huge so the fact that this vehicle this dodge charger knocked the trolley off the tracks shows you how fast it was going yeah
0: i mean dodge chargers are a very sporty car They, they go zero to 60 like that
2: so we don't know the circumstances that this is obviously under investigation but the car was engulfed in flames as i say there were children and parents this was right around sunset when this happened a little after sunset um but uh, we know that there were some other you know individuals at least 9 individuals some of them children taken to chop But it looks like nothing life-threatening Thank God Yeah,
0: and I know SEPTA's not at fault for this one But I saw something yesterday with SEPTA that I just wanted to mention I was coming out of the the building and I got on Market Street So I get behind one of the SEPTA buses And on the back it has the billboard that they're advertising uh, That they are hiring And they offer competitive pay and training And they have a lady um, Like like a a potential employee And she's wearing a mask In the picture I just, you know wanted to share that with the public but in 2023 Septa's hiring and they decided to put somebody up there with an advertisement of a person wearing a mask
2: well maybe it was you the only one they could find it was an old picture oh, just, from two and a half years ago i just love these com-
0: these companies that just want to promote oh. covid and masks like okay you're trying to get people to join your company to work for i like i got it
2: oh my goodness take the mask off septa come on hey you know today september 22nd you know what today is nick hale
0: uh the second day of fall
2: No, tomorrow's the first day of fall.
0: Oh, I thought officially. Oh, I thought the 21st was every year. Well, (laughs) that's what what Bruno said like two days ago. He's like, tomorrow's the first day of fall. Did you know that?
2: You know how Greg says, don't get your news from Twitter? Yeah, am I wrong? Uh, Don't get your news from Tony Bruno. uh, That's another one.
0: (laughs) I stopped doing that a decade ago. I just had a relapse.
2: Today, the 22nd. Daniel Outlaw's last day. Oh wow! Final farewell. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna
0: you know I'm gonna get her a bouquet of flowers. A bouquet. Yeah. Don't <laughs> let the door hit you on the keister on the way out.
2: So she sent out a uh, I don't know if there will be a cake it's you know but uh, she sent out a goodbye.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she did good <laughs> in the Bye-bye. city. A lot of law and order. Criminals were fear for, uh, fearful for their uh, freedom. You know.
2: Last day on the job.
0: Yeah. Best of luck at the uh, was it the New York Port Authority where she's going? Yes. In New Jersey or wherever. Yes. Yeah, have fun. <clears throat>
2: Uh, just uh, I'll just headline this one for you as uh, as 2024 POTUS candidate and former President Donald J Trump posts on truth, Socia, truth social for Republicans to stay strong. Uh, we have Republicans going home for the weekend as this budget budget battle looms on a national level. So. I just thought it was interesting that Pete Buttigieg is all over. We we couldn't find him to talk about many other issues. Right, Mayor Pete sounding Mayor off Pete about this one <laughs> that I'd headline this that is, one for th- you.
1: This is all about funding the military. Mm-hmm. This whole thing is about funding the military. That's correct. And and where money's allocated for Ukraine and this that and the other. It's, mm-hmm. it's billions upon billions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Zelensky coming by yesterday to get his weekly handout.
1: I'm fine. I'm fine with with a little debate on how much we should fund the military. Yeah, seriously, absolutely.
2: I'm well, a, yeah. And this uh, on the day where we, you know, we hit what was it on Tuesday or Wednesday? Thirty three trillion, the national debt. Mm-hmm. So to Greg's point, we all have budgets. We're all yes. fully aware of our tight budgets <laughs> during for, this economy.
1: For <laughs> managers out there, there's a uh, there's a, there's line expenses. And your top-line expense, our top-line expense for the United States of America is always the military budget. So, like, if that's your top-line expense, maybe let's talk about how we can get that down mm. a little bit. All yeah. I'm saying. Yep. Well, you've got to get the warmongers out of Washington. Let these guys let these guys shut, shut Washington down. It's fine. Yeah. It's good. Life will go on. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. A government shutdown is coming. Right. And we'll all live our lives
0: normally. Yes. Imagine if Stalker just kinda had his own <laughs> shutdown. Do you think we would survive
1: without Stalker? Oh, of course you would. I don't know. Of course you would. I have to think about that for yeah. a moment.
2: Well, will we survive the uh weekend rains? So today, seventy enjoy today. Seventy two degrees, cool and crisp. Fall officially arriving at two thirty tomorrow afternoon. What a change for the weekend, unfortunately. Sixty two degrees tomorrow, sixty nine on Sunday. Tomorrow we're looking at High winds and heavy rain. And there's yeah. also a, uh, there in New Jersey, unfortunately, New Jersey and South Jersey and the shore points are, it's going to be brutal with, uh, 40 to 60 mile an hour winds. It's going to be nasty, especially, uh, for Jersey and any, obviously, coastal points such as Delaware beaches and, uh, Delaware coastal points. So tomorrow, the, or yeah, tomorrow, the roughest day, 62 degrees. With high winds, heavy rains, sixty-nine degrees for your Sunday. So we warm up a little bit, and although it will rain on Sunday, it's not the washout that we see for Saturday. And unfortunately, Monday the the rain continues into the morning and mid morning. Is sixty-five degrees, so we're into the sixties, but not a beautiful start to the official start of fall sounds like a weekend unfortunately sounds like a
0: perfect saturday for dawn to fire up her little slow cooker at home with some chili right? and just
2: we'll all go to dawn's and watch college football <laughs> yeah, I'm it. I'm it. we have high school football yeah and it's and they're playing in the lehigh valley oh. I remember, and so yet yeah, last night was parent back to school night uh-huh remember those yes like uh, so uh got home at like 9 30 yeah but, i'm I believe'm
1: I believe I'm coming to one of your games in the next week or two Dawn. Oh good yeah Well, will you betting high school Ooh, games down there fandal action on them whatever the next Saturday home game is for okay. you guys I'm coming. Well, the tailgate is a lot of fun. I've heard. That's why it's I'm going. Awesome. I, I'm going to tailgate at a high school football game. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't done that since
0: 1994. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, when stalker crushes my social life, just remember next
2: Saturday. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> well, this is the Friday morning edition of Kale & Company News Live.
0: All right, Don. thank you very much. 6-13, let's wrap up the week with one last big take.
2: The Big Take on Kale & Company.
0: All right, the big take this morning. Father Time has the big guy surrounded. It's getting bad for Joe Biden, folks, and nobody can deny it. Not the DNC, not the Washington Post, the New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, or any other left-wing propaganda outlet. Father Time, as we know, is undefeated. There's a good chance some of us, if not many of us, will actually end up like Joe Biden. We all have an expiration date professionally. We all have a shelf life in this lifetime. And yesterday was another prime example of how, It is clear as day that Joe Biden cannot serve another term. Heck, you can argue he can't even finish up his first term. But as we know, the left will drag their politicians to the finish line as long as they're not pronounced clinically dead. Vladimir Zelensky was at the White House yesterday, and Joe's ineptitude for the job requirements of the presidency were on full display. Here's the president of the United States reading verbatim from a note card, a simple introduction as he speaks with Zelensky in front of the press. Watch and listen.
1: And earlier this week at the U.N. General Assembly, I made it clear that that no nation can be truly secure in the world if,
2: in fact, we don't stand up and defend the freedom of Ukraine uh, from the face of this Russian brutality and aggression.
0: That is an 18-second clip where Joe goes from high energy for two seconds to sounding fatigued and lost in a matter of 16 seconds. We know Joe is winless against the teleprompter. They are now resorting to note cards for basic entry-level communication talking points. But it gets worse. Joe was then sitting down at the table with Blinken and Zelensky and the rest of his assembled stooges, and he pulls a Fetterman. Take a listen and watch.
1: And together with 29 other partners 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 and their partners we're committed to help ukraine build a force capable of ensuring ukraine's long-term security
0: 29 partners 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 and partners it's almost identical to when john fetterman was stuck on the number 95 95 95 remember when fetterman kept repeating 95 but enough of joe What are those who voted for him in 2020 think of the big guy less than three years later after their decision take a listen and watch i think he's too old to leave precedent right now like he doesn't know what's going on right now
1: i see him diminishing as far as his energy and the public life i mean it's like he had to drink a monster drink or something just to stay awake you know what i mean like he's really just very tired and the job is arduous so i mean you need someone with a little more energy level Um, I think that will put him down. I think he needs to be
0: in front of voters to show that he's not the sort of doddering old man that the Republicans are trying to make him out to be. He doesn't know what's going on. He's diminishing. And no monster Red Bull Celsius or five-hour energy or cup of coffee will help Joe Biden. His voters know he's about to be put down, as you just heard there. And Republicans aren't being cruel. They're being correct. He's a doddering old man who should not be reelected. He's completely lost, his policies have largely failed, and no competent, unbiased human can sit there and evaluate the last two presidents and say America has been better and more productive under his watch than Donald Trump's. But feelings aside, purely facts, it's a no contest. But we remember the red wave that was supposed to come in 2022 that didn't happen. So we are also well aware of what it's like to lose to humans who can't function. Look no further than Pennsylvania with the Senate race and John Fetterman. But on top of those sound bites, we have polling data that does not look good for Joe. Nearly half of voters support the House Republicans' recent impeachment investigation into President Biden, according to polling from the morning consult released just on Tuesday. 48% of voters surveyed said they support the current impeachment probe into the president surrounding the business dealings of his son, Hunter Biden, and family members. And out of those voters, 36% of Democrats support Biden's impeachment inquiry compared to 63% of Republicans. And nearly half of independent voters said they support the inquiry, according to the poll. A smaller share, though, of voters supported former President Trump's first impeachment proceedings compared to Biden's. And that is very telling, according to previous Morning Consult polling. 37% of voters said Congress should begin impeachment proceedings towards then-President Trump to remove him from office in 2019. And with the young generation and some Democrats, we're seeing flipping. A young Democrat appears to be bailing on Joe Biden as well. In a recent Fox News column, the headline read, Young Democrat Voter Dumping Biden and Leaning Towards Trump After the Afghanistan Debacle. Don't believe he's competent. Republican voter Stacey Fox and Democrat voter Jameel Jackson discussed these issues uh, this past week on Fox and Friends. And Jamil Jackson told Fox and Friends, quote, I've seen no form of accountability in this administration. I think this is what's going to change my vote from formerly Joe Biden to Donald Trump. That's a 21 year old on Fox News. Quote, I have seen the pullout of Afghanistan from Joe Biden. And then I watched him check his watch. During the funeral of the servicemen, and I think if we were to go to war, I'm prime age to be drafted, and I don't want him to check his watch while they are burying me. I don't believe that he's a competent commander-in-chief, and then he'd probably blame my death on climate change in the same way he blamed the pullout in Afghanistan on Donald Trump. That's 21-year-old Jamil Jackson. And then Stacy Fox, a Republican, said the following quote, "Who's going to have enough tenacity?" To make a decision and stick to it, Joe Biden can't do that. I think Donald Trump put him with a really strong vice president. He will make those decisions. Will pull our country out of the dumps that we're moving into, and I'm really afraid for it if it doesn't change. End quote. And also, a new Fox News poll released on Thursday, just yesterday, revealed that 61% think Biden does not have the mental soundness needed for the job he holds, and that sentiment has actually risen steadily. Over the last three years, up five points from last year, 13 points since 2021, and up 16 points since 2020 in the election season. It's over for Joe, and everybody knows it. But the question is, who steps up? Kamala? (laughs) No. Gavin? Laying in the weeds. But it's clear as day that the Dems are in dire straits with viable alternatives to their current guy. It's also clear as day that the Republicans are no certainty to cash in on an aging, frail, failing president. But all we can say for sure is that father time wins every time. And Joe's a prime example. And that's The Big Take.
2: The Big
0: Take on Kalen & Company. All right, big take this morning. If you would like to jump in on the conversation, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. 1210 Twitter and Instagram at 1210 WPHT, or of course, just go to youtube.com slash at 1210 WPHT. Hit the like and subscribe buttons and be a part of the Kaelin Company comment community. We'll get thoughts and reactions to Joe's rough day yesterday, uh, including how he repeats a story verbatim, almost minutes apart, as if. He didn't realize he just gave that story a few minutes ago. That's coming up next as we continue. Nick Dawn and Greg live here on a Friday morning. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT.
1: It's Kale and Company on demand from Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT and the Free Odyssey app. Monday night, Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa Bay seven fifteen. Right now, Eagles minus four and a half. The over under is at forty six. I will take the over on that. And I will take the Eagles minus a 40, uh, four and a half, excuse me. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with the Valley Forge Casino. It's America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. Go to FanDuel.com slash Greg and sign up right now. FanDuel.com slash Greg, G-R-E-G. You can bet on everything from spreads, to player props, over-unders, so much more. I think I fell one leg short last night of the uh, San, Francisco Gi- uh, San Francisco 49ers-New York Giants game. <clears throat> player props get me all the time. FanDuel.com slash Greg, and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL, the official sportsbook partner of 1210 WPHT, 21 and over, President PA, first online real money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issue does not withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms of sportsbook. sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. 855-839-1210, the phone number. We will continue with Joe Biden in just a moment. Also still ahead this hour, Americans' new dismal views of the nation's politics. And it's not good, but it's interesting. We've never been more down on our political system and our political leaders and figures and candidates and politicians, according to these polls. Yet, voter turnout's never been higher. So we'll try to make sense of that. was able to make sense of Joe Biden's schedule during the break today, um, I saw uh, his schedule was tweeted out from uh, Joe Concha of Fox News. Uh, he's got two obligations today before he probably rides off to Delaware for a rainy weekend at the beach. Uh, Ten o'clock this morning, uh, President Biden will receive his presidential daily briefing, and then at two forty-five, both Joe and the Veep are going to deliver some remarks on gun safety at two forty-five. So then, probably by like three forty-five, we'll see him jogging out to the chopper. Somebody will start shouting, uh, "Joe, yep. uh, yo, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, what'd you say?" Uh, and then he'll trip going up the steps, and he'll disappear for the next seventy-two hours. So Joe's got a busy day, a schedule a little bit more filled up than you know, perhaps John Fetterman's. Uh, schedule used to look like on a daily basis in Braddock, Pennsylvania, uh, but that's just Joe being Joe. Forty percent of his presidency has been based off of vacation. It's a good life if you can get it. I don't get forty percent of vacation for a calendar year. I mean, Don doesn't even get you know, like a day off. Don works for six... like <laughs> Don. If Joe had to do your schedule, I don't know that he would get through one work week. Like, oh well. Anyway, like if Joe was required to be here from five forty-five until well <laughs> afternoon, I, I think he might tap out. He really would. So I uh, wanted to get into that because it was just a, a day yesterday, which, you know, you saw around, eh, I want to say, 9 o'clock yesterday morning. Zelensky shows up at the White House and his little entourage, and he gets there with Joe. And I'm sure there was a bag exchange with probably $3 billion more billion just to add to the pile. But I, I was getting ready to play golf yesterday, Dawn, and I'm over on the putting green, and I'm warming up waiting for, for Bill from the other morning show down the hall to get there, nice. who I played with. And there was a couple of people that were talking politics on the putting green, and they were just talking about Biden and Trump. Now, they had no idea who I was, and I didn't interject, but I'm just putting, and I'm just kind of keeping an ear out. am like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was mostly negative on Joe Biden. Now, I don't know if those were Democrats that were down on Joe or Trump supporters down on Joe, but this is getting to the point now where it's you just sense it, you feel it, everybody's talking about it. It's no longer, you can no longer kind of just stuff it under your mattress or hide it in the closet. It's out there on full display now. And I'm wondering in the next couple of weeks, you know, once we get to, you know, the point where primaries are fully kicked in, debates, and Joe's made their decision, the whole bit. Like, I'm just wondering if we're going to see the Democratic, like, the whole party just kind of maybe try to hide Joe a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the guy campaigned from his basement in 2020, so you know they have no shame in kind of keeping him... In mothballs, so to speak.
2: Well, and I wonder, because we always talk about how the Democrats always do a good job of planning way ahead. So I wonder if the fact that, you know, um, Greg Stocker on, what was it, last week or two weeks ago, uh, the cut sheet, showing the talking point of all of the, especially Sunday morning shows and Georgie Stephanopoulos and continually asking, gop you know the candidates running for for uh potus 24 and and the talking point is well will you would you vote for of an accused felon or mm-hmm. a convicted felon remember that whole thing yeah and then, and then you wonder okay is this now they they've laid the groundwork to say well uh joe biden's not going to debate an accused felon mm-hmm You know what I mean? Right. Like, what is there? Because they can't do the basement. No. So what will they do?
0: Mm -hmm. And then when they, to your point, when any of these mainstream shows or Sunday shows get a Republican on, there's three things they ask about. The 2020 election, January 6th, and Joe's age. They don't ask the Republican about, well, how would you fix the economy, or how would you fix crime, uh, or the border, or what's your plan to get get out of spending all this money on Ukraine yes. and, and funding this this proxy war and everything else. To your point, it's those, and it's certainly on, on Joe. And then, well, Joe doesn't have to debate, and you know, we can get into the whole you know strategy versus you know what you're afraid of doing, and it's the same thing where people try to ridicule and chastise Trump. Like, well, what, what's what's Trump so afraid of? It's like, not afraid of anything. He's got a 60-point lead. There's just nothing to gain from it. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting yesterday. Um, now, I did not see any video or audio clips of this, but I just have the story itself. And this also highlights where Joe is right now. So yesterday, Joe Biden apparently repeated the same story twice, almost
1: word for word within minutes. Yeah, there was no... I looked for a yeah, video of this, so too. Did I. I didn't see anything. Okay, so It was just the New York Post that was reporting it. That's correct. Uh, so apparently
0: Biden lit up social media after a pool report from Wednesday. So this was in front of you know a, a, a you know, cavalcade of, of, of individuals. Um, and I, actually, this actually happened on Wednesday evening, where he revealed that he told the same story at a fundraiser, just minutes apart, nearly, quote, word for word. Quote, after briefly touting his economic record, POTUS reflect on his decision to seek the presidency. The pool report from Politico's Jonathan Lemire, who was traveling with the president on Wednesday, stated, Quote, he told the story about the events of Charlottesville in 2017 as the reason for his campaign. A few minutes later, he told the same story again, nearly word for word. Social media users on Twitter reacted to the pool report and promoted it as evidence that the 80-year-old president's age has become a factor, a charge he has faced from both sides of the aisle since taking office. He goes on to say in this article here, quote, but we aren't supposed to care about his age and mental state. So says National Review contributor pred Heap Shanker on Twitter. Okie dokie, he says. The RNC, with a rapid response from their director, Jake Schneider, saying this is completely fine. Hashtag, sarcasm quote it's a lie he memorized it in 2019 and has repeated it since veins bulging etc said Breitbart senior editor Joel Pollack on Twitter quote this is normal completely normal Republican strategist and former Ted Cruz spokesperson Steve Guest posted on X so we know with Joe we have seen this pattern before whether it's you know, when he claimed that he grew up in a Jewish synagogue, or he was a member of the black church, or he was he was big in the Puerto Rican community in Delaware, or he did this in Scranton, or he, he played football here, or he taught a class at Penn, which we know he never did, and he've got a million dollars for being a professor at the University of Pennsylvania. It is it's almost like, you know, if you've ever watched a TV show and you see that one episode that's always a rerun, um, You know, I've mentioned, like, I got into the Big Bang Theory the last year or two, and I swear to God, the Stan Lee episode is on TBS at least once a week, once a week. I don't know if they've got proof and data that says that's a wildly popular episode, but it's like you memorized it, and you just hear it over and over and over, and it's on loop, and that's what Joe is right now, and that's really what Joe has always been. He's just giving you the same lies and fabrications repeatedly, except now He's telling stories, not realizing he told it, and then going back to the same thing. That would be like me coming out of the the, the big take at six twenty five, and I start reading the big take again. And Greg's like, "You just did that. Would you pay off the teas?"
1: Yeah, I mean, this is this is uh, it's stuff like this. That's when we realize we had to put Pop Pop into the home. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes. When he told you the same story three times. Yes, in one conversation. Yep. So we've all been there. We're, a lot of us are going to get to that point. Oh
2: yeah, but none of, of us are running the nation,
0: yeah. so to
1: speak. Yeah.
2: Well, wait, when you aired in the big in the big take, when you aired earlier and the people were reacting, and the one woman said something like, "We'll have to put him down." Put him down. Or, yeah. And I was like, "Oh my goodness!" It's like he's a dog. I know. Yeah. And I thought, oh yeah. You get to wow. that point where that you know your your, your
0: Labrador retriever's twelve. No. They don't go up the steps anymore. No. They start wetting That's the be- in the floor. And there's going to come a day where you got to you know take the puppy to the vet and say your goodbyes. <gasps> We're all going to have to do that. But Joe, I mean, <laughs> the scary part with Joe is that he's still tied, even though his lead is evaporated. I mean, it's ba- let's just call it right now basically a coin flip based on polling. I mean, you. How crazy is it that it's a, likely a 50-50 chance that he could get reelected with all the evidence that says he should not be greeting people at Walmart? That's, that's the dire straits that we're in here. And it's also, I think, equally embarrassing that Republicans can't beat people like this, whether it's <laughs> Fetterman or Biden. And that's the bigger statement, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> and, and because I would argue if you can't beat Joe Biden, and let's just say, like, for the sake of this conversation— It doesn't get any worse than Joe Biden, right? It doesn't get any worse than John Fetterman. That's about as bad as you can be at your job. If you can't beat the worst person, what makes you think you can beat anybody that's a granule better? It's like, well, if you can't beat the last place team in your division, you're not going to beat the fourth place team in theory, right? It's like this is the moment where it's like you better figure it out. Don't you say it all the time. GOP, get it together. Get your messaging right. Do what you got to do because, you know, if you go through this again – and you get you know Biden in the White House for another four years. I, I'd hate to see where we are by twenty twenty eight. I know a lot of people love to play the America will be unrecognizable card. Yeah, I think you know that's a bit of an exaggeration, but it's it's bad times and it's dire straits, and you just can't afford to lose it. So uh, that was pretty interesting for Biden yesterday, and we'll get to some more of that later on eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. But here is an interesting story that I I see from Pew Research. Uh, The headline reads, Americans' Dismal Views of the Nation's Politics. And it's interesting because the numbers are so low in many different categories, yet we see record number voting, whether it's presidential elections or midterms. So Americans have long been critical of politicians and skeptical of the federal government. But today, Americans' views of politics and elected officials are are unrelentingly negative with little hope of improvement on the horizon, says PewResearch.org. A comprehensive new Pew Research Center study of the state of the nation's politics finds no single focal point for the public's dissatisfaction. Notably, Americans' unhappiness with politics comes at a time of historically high levels of voter turnout in national elections. The elections of 2018, 2020, and 2022 were three of the highest turnout U.S. elections of their respective types in decades. But that being said, here are some of the numbers that say Americans are just disgusted and defeated with the system and the people that we are presented. Just 4% of U.S. adults say the political system is working extremely or very well. 4%. I haven't seen a poll that low since Chris Christie in a, a Republican primary. 4% of U.S. adults say, yep, it's pretty good. It works smoothly. If it's not broke. Don't fix it. Positive views of many governmental and political institutions are also at historic lows. Geez, I wonder why. The CDC, the FBI, the IRS, DOJ, just 16% of the public say that they trust the federal government always or most of the time. And a growing share of the public dislikes both political parties where nearly 3 out of 10, 28.5%, express unfavorable views of both parties, which is the highest share in three decades of polling. So when we have some of these kind of random stories about what a third party work, how would they steal some votes, how, who would be the face of a third party, where does the funding come from, if you go based on this you know Pew Research study... Now more than ever, Americans are just done with both sides, at least according to the polling. But again, it's like you see the elections and something's still working
1: because people are showing up. Yeah, we're ripe for a a third party. Uh, You think uh, we'll see one in our lifetime? um, Well, I, I mean, there are. You know, you think of the Green Party and you know, right. things that technically there are. But, but truly
0: I, breaking through and...
1: In... Uh, no, no, I don't think I'll... No, the political system is just too hard to penetrate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and But I do think that in in the past when there was <clears throat> the Ross Perots and the Ralph Nader's and the people like that, it usually came at a time when there was two historically low, unpopular um, presidential candidates. Mm-hmm. You think about Bill Clinton and and George H. W. Bush at that time, um, and and George Bush, George W. Bush, and Al Gore, yep, two thousand. So it's this smells of that all over again. Mm How
2: about Eric Clapton holding a huge multi million dollar fundraiser for who Joe? For RFK Jr. Whoa! (laughs) I love Eric. I I, I'm a huge fan of Eric Clapton. RFK's got his supporters though, right? Yeah, that's true. He does.
1: It's too late for him to be yeah. in this sort of uh, third party, though. So, yeah, yeah. But
0: we were talking about his polling, and he was around twenty percent. And you know, he can't even get a, a sniff of anything. And he still, he's still irate that he's not granted Secret Service protection as every pre- as presidential candidate is offered. I mean, the Democrats. Are, I mean, that, that it, it, at the end of the day, RFK is a Democrat, and th- their own party's like, yeah, no, I'm sorry, you're crazy. You don't get the Secret <laughs> Service, buddy. Keep doing bench presses on your uh, Instagram videos. You'll be you'll be just fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, look during the the primaries, he'll he'll take some votes away from Biden. Yep. I mean, nothing is going to be significant enough that it's going to affect him. Mm-hmm. But he will take some votes away from Biden. It's, and that that itself is a bad look for Biden. It you is. You know what I mean? So yes, it is. you're going to have Trump who's going to run away with the, with the primary against nine other people or however mm-hmm. many he's up against. Yep. And you know, there's essentially one person joe biden's up against and i think that you know he could chip away at a lot of uh joe biden supporters very true again not enough to matter but still uh, yeah yeah. i agree
2: no (sighs) No label party though will joe manchin run because joe manchin's getting you know he's going to get beat by a republican anyway Mm -hmm. so i i wonder if he would run and who would his running mate be and We talked. I I do. I am a fan of Tulsi Gabbard. Yep. I mean, she's. Well,
1: there's the, there's talk that the it's going to be a Trump Tulsi ticket. Yeah. In 2020, very interesting for.
2: So is it the is it the battle over Tulsi?
1: Oh boy! Well, there's you know? <laughs> there was there was a story on the AP last night that said a third party signed up fifteen thousand voters in Arizona. Whoa! Democrats yeah. worry that's enough for a Biden spoiler, and that's the no parties ticket, okay. no label, yep. no yeah, no labels, no labels, and whatever. I knew what you meant yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're they're making try. We're getting down to the wire, though. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how much you know leeway they have right now yep but it'll be interesting to see you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like if if there's any if there's ever a time for a third party um right now is the time i would guess all right eight five five eight three nine
0: twelve ten so eric clapton is supporting rfk jr and one man by the name of john cusack you might have heard of him big time actor from hollywood Absolutely destroys the democratic elites of society. We'll get to that story as we continue. Our number one continues. kale and Company next on Talk Radio twelve ten
2: WPHD.
1: This is the kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio twelve ten WPHD and on the Free Odyssey app.
2: It's Friday night. That means date night in the spring dance hot tub. Yeah, I love nights like this. And before the rain sets in for the weekend, especially cool, crisp nights, just heat up that spring dance hot tub on the privacy of our own back deck. Oh, it feels so good. You got to get one. And if you already have an old hot tub, I want to tell you right now is your this only happens once a year. Your chance to trade up to that new luxury hot tub for my friends at Spring Dance Hot Tubs. This is their annual trade in event It's happening right now just until the end of this month, which means you save big time up to $3,000 off a brand new beautiful hot tub, and they're going to take away for you your old, leaky, broken hot tub and turn it into your new place to relax, entertain, and have some me time. Or for me, Friday nights, it's us time. It's great for your relationship, great for mind, body, soul, in these crazy times And all in the privacy of your own backyard, your back patio, your back deck. you got to do it. Just check out my friends at SpringDanceHotTubs.com. And you can visit any Spring Dance Hot Tubs location across the region, across the Philadelphia suburbs, as well as South Jersey, to find that new hot tub or swim spa of your dreams today, or to trade your old one in. They're going to haul it away Just find him at springdancehottubs.com, springdancehottubs.com.
0: Nick, Dawn, Greg, and Anthony here on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT, Dawn will have some news to kick off hour number two. Cut sheet's going to be loaded today, always a good one on a Friday. That's coming up at 745. Of course, your chance again to scoop up another cool prize. Morning mystery movie clip at 920. And uh, just about three hours from now, 950 this morning. One more opportunity for this week and all September long, we will give you the keyword. You take that to 1210WPHT.com and enter that keyword for a chance at a free trip to Walt Disney World. And also buy some merch while you're there. A lot of people getting their t-shirts, their mugs. Yeah. Um I'll tell you what, I might, I really might get one of those Krasnerland
1: shirts. They're awesome, aren't they? With the
0: yellow tape, like the yeah. crime scene across the black shirt. <laughs> yep.
1: Just a good look. Speaking of Krasnerland, let me just give a little promotion for Dom. Sure. Dom will be in Wildwood today at Mulligan's Shore Bar down there in uh, Wildwood with a uh, special guest, Frazier himself, Kelsey Grammer. No. So, yeah. How do you, how do you book that? I mean, he's uh, the... the, the Dom's people who knows people. Okay. Uh, so it wasn't. Kelsey Jan. Kelsey Grammer has like a he has a new beer out, so he's gonna be slinging some uh, slinging some brews down there. Okay. Faith American Brewery or All something right. brewing. Yeah. Uh, so he'll be down there live and in person noon to three mm-hmm. with Dom uh, today Mulligan's Shore Bar in Wildwood. So go down right. there and see Dom and. Say hello to all our friends, Johnny Z, and all those guys, Pamela, all those people down there at uh, Mulligans. We love them. Okay, very cool. It's become the official like uh, home for twelve ten WPHJ. <laughs> it's like our clubhouse. It's it's our our club- good times. Yeah,
0: yeah. Speaking of beer, we'll have a Dylan Mulvaney update. You might actually be seeing uh, seeing Dylan uh, in this year's upcoming Super Bowl. So uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney, and also speaking of beers, uh, Republicans, uh, conservatives with a beer that they might want to champion and rally behind and get behind. We'll give you those details. We've got a couple of beer stories coming up uh, in the final hour of the show. 855-839-1210 is the phone number. Uh, John Cusack, very good, well-accomplished celebrity, entertainer, actor in Hollywood. I liked him a lot in the movie Runaway Jury with Gene Hackman and Anthony Hopkins, the movie about gun control and um you know jury pools and things like that um but Jay he, he went by the name of nick easter in that movie by the way he used to really, well
2: that's what it is it's yeah. nick nick easter he stand, he stand by me
0: he worked in a mall and ran a, a video game <laughs> store and uh he was obviously a big factor in that movie with uh trying to taint the jury pool with Gene Hackman but John Cusack now apparently with some strong words for the Democratic Party elite uh, when he branded them as being full of S and you can fill in the blanks and then blasted them on social media for allegedly selling out the working class for quote decades he says the following and he he also comes from a standpoint of where he's he's been critical of Trump so it's not a a real partisan thing per se which I mean, maybe he's much like these polling numbers we gave you he's disgusting by both sides but he says quote they have played a major part in creating the precise conditions for fascism to flourish obama corporatist democrats are to the right of richard nixon on domestic policy don't believe me look it up and dems have sold out the working class for decades and this kind of bought and paid for betrayal on principles fairness historical precedent any sense of moral or intellectual honesty, the kind of brutal, selfish, horrific actions one only does because they can get away with it, he wrote on Twitter on Monday. And I just want to kind of hone in on the the sense of moral or intellectual honesty for a moment. And I, I was just thinking about that when I was reading those quotes last night. You talk about sense of morals, and like right now we've talked a lot about all the, the, the gender identification and the sexual sexualization of children and all the school stuff where you see these stories where it's drag time, reading time. Uh, we had the drag nuns story in uh, Los Angeles that was uh, very offensive to uh, Catholics and things like that. And then you get to the intellectual honesty. And that's one of the things I want to hone in on here is I think Democrats always vote with their feelings. They Get caught up in their emotions, and I my sister uh, sent me a text yesterday. She lives up in the the Orfield McCunji area in the Parkland school district, and there was some guy that had a big flag, uh, a Trump twenty twenty four flag out like on his barn. So it was out in like you know the countryside, and it says Trump twenty twenty four. F your feelings, <laughs> and I love that because that's something that I always kind of go by. I look at facts over
1: feelings. What about the children, guys? I mean, we're all about the children and them seeing F-words and sex. That's true. And honestly,
2: it shouldn't, you know... Oh, it actually says, it spells out the F-word?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'm
0: just cleaning it up for the sake of the radio. Okay, wow. But the point being...
1: No, I'm but just saying. Valid, if if we're all about the children and I, what they see and what they don't see, I agree. You know, you I drive it by with with mom and you say, "Mommy, what's that word? Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: fudge." I yeah. don't
1: care. By the way, I'm not. I'm not yeah. like you know on my moral high ground. But I'm right. just saying, if we yep. care so much about what the children are seeing, no, I I totally no, got you.
2: It, you know, and the thing about it is, uh, it would be nice if that if somebody just said, "You know what? Can I just um get a like a I don't know picture of a cow or something and like put it over the yeah, just let the F show or right. something. You know, right. just leave bleep. Yeah, feelings. Bleep your, yeah, feelings be damned. Put a big asterisk. You get your point across. Yeah, I will. I wonder. It's a. It's a very you see those signs usually it says let's go brandon Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: which is the um, opposite of f joe biden (laughs) which is obviously a big thing and a big rallying cry um easter Cusack goes on to say all of your yale and harvard buddies will tell you how great and smart you all are and then they're all in bed with the same big money big power players and we run the world right this kind of staggering amoral bs is one of the main reason trump's Policies work on people. The Democrats are full of S bleep it. So I just love that because I look at facts over feelings. I look at numbers over narratives and I try to just arrive at the conclusion of what is working. And when you cut through all the noise with both politicians, with Trump and Biden, you cut through both investigations, both impeachments, their kids, their family, and all the stuff of the last four years. And you just say, and I said this in the big take this morning, put it on paper what policies were better, and then give me what was gas prices, what was the economy, what was inflation, what was the unemployment, what was the border-crossing numbers. You look at those numbers, and if it was like a boxing match, and they put up the tail of the tape, height, weight, reach, record, Boxer A on the left, Boxer B on the right, if you looked at all the numbers on the right and said, boy, I don't know who Boxer B is, but he's got Boxer A covered, well, Boxer B is Trump, and he's got Biden covered in darn near every category. Biden would be boxer a so I, I just love I love you know it's weird is no matter what side these people say it and I know some people get turned off by it but I like actually hearing the political views of people not in the world of politics the only place that really bothers me is in the world of sports and it bothers me there because only one side is allowed to speak up
2: yeah and also like say anything for my husband and I we love that movie with John Q there's so many movies. I, I just love him as an actor mm-hmm. and his sister, Joan, but oh, just stop. Just don't, you know, but he, I mean, he's upset because he's one of the Democrats. He's known as being very liberal mm-hmm. and he's one of those Democrats like Tulsi Gabbard, who you mentioned earlier, who feels that the Democrat party has left them. Yeah. And, and saying, what are you doing? Right. And that feeling is, betrayed. It's, it's a totally different party than what it
0: used to be. You know, we talked about it yesterday, and I think you brought up something to the effect of sports people that joined, uh, you know, news and politics. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned, we mentioned, um, uh, Tyrus tire, on Fox News used to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Will Kane used to work at ESPN, uh, and Clay Travis used to be a sports guy. And like Clay always said, like, he made no bones about it. He used to be a Democrat. He voted for Obama. Then he voted for Gary, um, what's his name? Gary in tw- Johnson. Gary Johnson in 2016. The first time he ever voted Republican was for Trump in twenty twenty. And he's like, That 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 party that you see today, that was not the way it was in two thousand eight or two thousand four or two thousand or ninety-six or ninety-two. Mm-hmm. And it's just this ridiculous slide all the not even a slide, it's like a shove all the way off the deep end to the left. So it's very interesting. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten is how you climb in. Hour two is on the way. Don will have some news, and we also have two updates on the story from Las Vegas. Of those two punks that are 17 and 16 years old, respectively, that basically executed a retired Las Vegas chief police and shared it on social media. It was the crux of a big take on Tuesday. We've got comments from the mothers and also apparently a quote from one of the suspects who says, I'll be out in 30 days. Of course. 30 days.
1: Of course.
0: See, this is what wow. this is
1: exactly what we're talking about. Yep. Save it.
0: Save it. We're gonna get Sorry. to the other side. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Hour two, & Company is back after this.
1: Start your day with & Company. Weekday mornings
2: 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.